Alrighty, we got our bubbly drink and our flannels today. Yeah, I missed the lumberjack memo. For this episode yeah, of Off Trail with Luke and Chandler, I'm yeah. Luke. I'm Chandler. This is Off Trail. Yeah, we have a fun little environment today. We feel cozy. We got a nice yeah. bubbly poppy mm-hmm. video to turn us on to. It's a great drink. Dude, these it's are good. so yummy. Yep. It's delicious. But uh, yeah, we're going to have this today while we talk about how we get out of creative funks. You know, um, this episode was suggested to us by uh, two people, actually. One was Antonio Alvarez on Instagram. So we haven't met him, but seems like a great dude. So Antonio, hopefully this does what you're hoping for, does it justice. And then also uh, Sydney, good friend Sydney, hmm. wanted us to do an episode about this too. So it's kind of fun that we can we can do this one. A little listener-suggested episode here. So I forgot to tell you guys that. But then we're going to play another little game at the end of Would You Rather. It's going to be a little fun entertainment for the folks at home. Put these guys on the spot. Before we get into the episode today, though, we want to make sure you guys are subscribed to our YouTube channel. We would greatly appreciate that. It does a lot for us, making sure we can grow and do more for you guys through YouTube and elsewhere. Uh, please leave a comment, too, especially when we get to Would You Rather. We'd like to know what you would like to do in those situations. Uh, but also even if you have some tips on how you get out of creative funks, too, we'd love to know what you do because we have our own methods. They won't work for everyone, so be good to hear from you guys as well. We're also on all major podcasting platforms if you prefer audio only, so please find us there. Leave a five-star review if you'd so like. I can tell you right now, five-star reviews help me get out of a creative funk, so I'd appreciate that. But uh, yeah, I think that's all we got for that. Let's get into the the chat today. So Chandler, we are talking today about how we kind of get over the hurdle when we're not feeling it. We don't have inspiration or motivation. And, you know, we've all been through this. You know, you're kind of going through this right now. I've just lost all inspiration for everything photography, so I could use some help too. (laughs) But uh, there's a lot of things that you can do. You know, and I think I'm just going to hand it off to you first, see what you have to say. Um, but how would you recommend to people get out of a creative funk and get those juices flowing again? Yeah, well, so, I mean, first off, we can't really control when a creative funk happens. You know, it just kind of just kind of happens. It, happens to everybody. It's like writer's block. Yeah, it just happens. Yeah, it just comes. You know, it's nothing to be... I think first thing needs to be mentioned, like it's nothing to be really stressed about because a lot of people get into creative funks and a lot of people get, you know, they experience something like writer's block and they're like, oh my gosh, I'm never going to be able to, you know, I don't know, perform at the level that I was performing at before or do do the things I was able to do before. And like, this is the end, you know, I'm, I've run out of all of my inspiration or creativeness and that's just not the case. You know, like it's just, it kind of means at least how I've kind of found it works in my personal life is just whenever I get into a creative funk, it just means that I've kind of run through the, uh, I don't know, the course of, of inspiration or ideas that I'm going through at that moment. And I'm just, I need to find something that's, that's a little bit new, you know, like, cause I'll, I'll kind of go into, I don't know, one of these periods, I guess, of creativeness or inspiration. And, um, you know, I'll, um, I'm trying to, I just lost my train of thought. Like always? <laughs> like always. Typical Chandler. Yeah. No, but I, I have these 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 segments, I guess, in my life where... Yeah, your time of the month. Yeah, my time of the month. <laughs> where, you know, I, I'm, I'm feeling real creative. Yeah, and these I, periods, know, yep. Yeah. And, except these periods last for months. And, 
you know, where I'm working really hard and I'm, I'm getting results that I want to see. And, and then it just kind of stops. And I, I have noticed that when I reach those periods, if I just take a moment and step back and kind of analyze, you know, the, the period in time that I was just in and analyze what I had done and what I had, you know, figured out and learned and whatnot, then it kind of helps me to restart myself for the next phase, I guess. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. It's like these creative funks kind of um, block off different phases in my, I don't know, creative journey. They, so They come and go as with the seasons yeah. of life. Yeah. And you just kind of go through some reflection. Exactly. In a way. Yeah. Right? I think that's the best way to look at it, So, yeah. in my opinion. And but. I think that's very accurate too. You know, mm-hmm. before I just kind of decided was ready to move on a little bit from photography. I, same thing. Like, you get to certain points like, oh, I just, I don't know. I don't feel it. I don't know what to do. And in a way, it's very frustrating to people because you're like, well, I, I'm a photographer. I'm a great photographer or whatever. And mm. you feel like that shouldn't be happening to you. Yeah. And there's no reason that it can't. It mm-hmm. happens to everyone. It happens to professionals in any, you know, area of life. Um. And so it's just something that you have to understand. Like, it's natural. It's going to come up. And yep. there's, you can't get frustrated about it. You just got to figure out how to work through it. And reflection can be a great way to do that, mm-hmm. I think. Because, again, you have to just take stock of where you're at. And, and then maybe you find something in that that you've done in your work. They're like, oh, this was, this was good. Maybe yeah. I should keep doing this. And so it sparks some idea or something. Mm-hmm. You know, or you think about back on some of the trips or experiences you've had. And suddenly you're like, oh, this would be cool, like, you know, that sparks a new idea off of that. And, you know, new motivation comes out of thin air, yeah. seemingly. So it's a great way to do that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would also, and this is kind of something I do, and you're kind of doing this right now, is literally just stop. Yeah. Like, give up for a minute, you know, or a day, a week, whatever it's going to be. Just completely step away. Like, maybe you're just burnt out. Mm-hmm. Maybe you've done too much and you need to take a little break. And just get a reset. Yeah. You know, we've both done this many times. Um, you know, just especially if you're posting on Instagram, for sure. Like, it's just such a grind that you can get overwhelmed rather quickly. Yeah. And so if you're feeling like that, maybe you just need to say, hey, I'm going to get off Instagram for a week, two weeks, whatever it is. And then I'll get back on. You know, me now, I'm like, honestly, I'm just not going to shoot if I don't want to. Yeah. And like, then when I'm out, I feel like, for instance, when I was in Georgia, I was going like bro you're shooting like turkey dinner and stuff i posted more (laughs) from georgia than i posted in the past three or four months and i was there for a week yeah right and so it's one of those things like i don't know if it was just i hadn't done a whole lot leading up to that and suddenly it's like i just have this burst of creative energy or what but i don't know just kind of rode with it and you know went with the flow I found myself doing a lot more. Now I'm back and I just kind of lost interest again. And it's like, whatever, you know, I'm not trying to go against the grain by any means. Yeah. That's the thing. Like if, if you force yourself to do things that you're not feeling, especially in a, in a creative sense, it's not going to work. And and that's how you're going to lose interest even further. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and this is why like I have now stopped trying to force myself going and taking photos all the time because I know where I'm at, how I think about it all. Mm -hmm. If I just push through, like, oh, I gotta go out and take photos, it's like, I'm just gonna get absolutely sick of this. Yeah. And yeah. and I'm gonna be done with it forever, you know? And so now it's like, okay, if I go out, if I see something I wanna take a photo of, I'll take a photo. If I come back from a hike or a trip without a photo, I'm like, cool. Yeah. 
like it's just one of those things I, I have to let it come to me when I want to do it mm-hmm. and not trying to force myself to go out and do it. Now, obviously there's a little bit of a difference if this is your job. Mm-hmm. If you are a full-time photographer, if you have clients you have to work for, you got to do a little bit. Yeah, and that's something you you have to understand. If you're going to do this full-time, in, in any job where you know the job is something that is also a a passion and a hobby for you. If you're going to make it your job, you really have to consider that. You really have to know, like, am I going to get sick of this to the point where I'm not going to want to do it anymore? Right. And this is exactly why I told you, it's like, I don't want to do a ton with Black Spire. Yeah. It's because I already don't want to do it myself Mm -hmm. all the time. And if I have to work for clients, you know, every day of the week or try to find clients all the time, I'm just not. I'm never going to pick up a camera again. Yeah. And so it's one of the things you have to you have to balance out. You have to know this is what you want to do. And it's okay if this is not what you want to do for your full-time job. Mm-hmm. Case in point, I have a full-time job. Yeah. And I love my job. It's a great job. But no part of it has the same kind of creativeness that like photography or the arts, you know, yeah. consists of. And so it's something that like, yeah, I can do that full-time. Whatever. I'm not going to get bored of that. You know, and I can pursue photography or whatever else I want in my free time. Yeah. And I can keep it that way. I can keep it for fun. Yeah. Whenever I want to. Yeah. No, that's, that's really important. You know, like I, I, uh, um, I got to the point, so this whole, what did it say? Like the last six months or so I've been really consistent with, you know, trying to take photos and also with posting things on social media. And then obviously this is coming from like, I was trying to put out like a vlog almost every week. And, you know, doing all these editing videos, a lot of stuff for YouTube. And so I'm like, I'm producing mass amounts of photos. And eventually I got to the end of the year and I was like, man, this is, this is a little too much. And, you know, and that also being active on social media, that doesn't really help seeing so much content and stuff. So many photos, so many other people's photos. A lot of times it it can just get a little overwhelming. So it is, like you said, it is really important just to completely stop. You know, like I deleted the Instagram app. And like, I didn't even, I deleted all of my social media. I was like, I need a complete cold turkey break detox, detox from all of this, you know? And I went a couple weeks and I got back on, I still haven't posted anything, but like I get on, you know, maybe once or twice a day and I'll, you know, like somebody's post or I'll comment on something here and there. But like, I, I'm kind of easing myself back into it. And, um, I think I've had to kind of go through a little bit of process where like, I didn't even think about photography for a while. You know, I had to take a few weeks where like I didn't shoot a single thing. And it was weird actually. I got on my Lightroom yesterday and I was like looking when the last time I took photos was. And it was like, I don't know, the week before Christmas or something. And I was like, holy crap, like that's that's like three or four weeks now. And it felt kind of weird, but like it, it's it's nice to have a little bit of that restart. Um, but one thing that I'm doing, and maybe this works for other people, this really works for me, but um, I took a complete stop and then I started going back and easing myself into other people's stuff, me maybe watching stuff here and there on YouTube again. Um, but then I, at the time of this recording, just recorded a video yesterday where I went through and reviewed my favorite photos and like critiqued my favorite photos from the last year and took notes in this video of like, okay, I took all of these photos in 2023 and I'm taking this break right now but here's what I want to take from 2023 moving forward. And that's inspiring to me. That's motivating to me, you know, looking at all my old stuff and being like, I like this photo, but I could have done this better. I like this, you know, other photo, but I could have composed it better. And so in 2024, now I'm 
a lot more motivated and I have a lot more energy, you know, in terms of going into taking photos now. So that's my process. And obviously that works differently for other people. I like being critical of my work. I like, you know, know, kind of tearing my own work apart, you know, but I do it because it makes me better. And I, like I said, it doesn't always work for other people, but. Yeah. Well, you're trying to give yourself like a roadmap. Yeah, exactly. How to move forward. Exactly. And that's important. You know, you can't. You can't expect to really get anywhere if you don't have a plan. Mm-hmm. And I think another thing that people need to understand, and this is this applies more so to people who are doing this for fun, is that it is not healthy to always be posting as much as we can. And that is largely driven by social media. Mm-hmm. Like social media has changed things so much for people in the sense that we feel like we have to keep up every single day when... 20 years ago, that was not the case. Yeah. You know, there was never this pressure from external sources that were like, hey, are you doing anything that is as cool as I'm doing right now? Mm-hmm. And so if you feel like you're reaching this point of burnout, and again, especially if you're doing this just for fun, realize that it is absolutely okay and healthy to take a step back, give it up for a second, and just reset. Yeah. You know, detox like you said you do. And Come back strong in a week or two weeks, whatever time frame that you feel like you need to. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's, I, I mean, I know I kind of struggle with this, um, and I'm sure a lot of other people do, especially in this age of Instagram and in social media and stuff. But I, you know, we have a lot of friends. Uh, actually, a, a good example of this actually is, is our buddy Brad. He lives in his van. You know, he works um, remote and just lives in his van, drives around the West for a year. And he's just got endless amounts of photos to where he can post every single day of the week. And Brad's a great photographer, and I want to be as good of a photographer as Brad. And seeing him post stuff every single day, you know, it's it's like, man, he's he's got so much good stuff. Everything he posts is so good. And then I look at my stuff, and I'm like, I like my work generally, but, like, I run out of it. You know, you go through phases where, like, you run out of work. At least this is what I, I find, you know, if you don't shoot every day, all day, like, you know, guys like Brad are able to to do and it's important to know that like you don't have to be able to live that lifestyle you don't have to do that you know it's great that brad is able to do it um and there's a lot of guys who are able to do it but not all of us are able to do it yeah everyone's in their their own situation yeah and you have to adjust you know you have to figure out your own game plan just because you can't post a photo on instagram every day because you don't have the photos does that make you a bad photographer no so not at all um I'd like to switch gears a little bit here, and you know, we've been talking about taking a break and just not shooting. Mm-hmm. But let's say you want to keep shooting, you know, or you you don't want to stop shooting because you don't feel like you need to stop, but you just don't really know where to go. I think another great thing, and I've done this myself too, is to shake things up a little bit. Yeah, change something about what you're doing. Get out of your comfort zone. And there's two main ways I can see, you know, going into this with, and that is either one. Changing the gear, the the focal length you're using. You know, mm-hmm. I've talked about this on the podcast before, but I, a long time ago now, was using just a 24 to 70 for basically everything that I was shooting. And I was in this little phase. I was like, I just don't really like what I'm doing. I don't know what it is. And it's like, screw it. Let's sell the lens. Let's get a 15 to 35 and a 50 prime. Best decision I ever made. Now, I can't recommend that to everyone from a financial basis, but... <laughs> What that did for me was like now force me to see things, to have to use lenses that see things differently than the 24 to 70. Mm-hmm. The 15 to 35 gives me wider angles that I can 
play with and learn with. But only being able to shoot from that 15 and 35 and then only at 50 and not having everything in between forces me now to be more active and engaged in trying to see what I'm trying to take a photo of. Yeah. And so it just, it teaches you, it makes you work a little harder and, and forces some different kind of creative juices to flow. Yeah. And so that can be a great way to light the spark again too. Mm-hmm. But you don't have to go get a new lens either. Something else you could do is just try shooting a different genre of photography, mm-hmm. something that you're not used to doing. You know, this is like, I've always been shooting landscapes and portraits kind of simultaneously. I can go back and forth. It's kind of fun for me. I enjoy it. But like someone like you, you've pretty much only done landscapes. Mm-hmm. That's your main thing. Mm-hmm. And you've got a little bit here and there, but for the most part, you just do landscapes. Yeah. Well, maybe if you feel yourself starting to get in a little bit of a rut, go shoot some automotive stuff. Yeah. Go shoot some portraits. Because what that's going to do is now... Put yourself in a new environment where you don't really understand how all of the main components of proper shooting work again. Mm-hmm. Like you get how landscape shooting works to a very good degree. Mm-hmm. You can walk up, you can basically just do it without even thinking. Mm-hmm. But you can't do that with portraits. No. You no. can't do that with cars or street. Like there's so many different aspects and genres of photography that you aren't as well versed in. Yeah. And if you force yourself into that environment, some kind of new challenge, that's going to kickstart your brain again to mm-hmm. figure out what you need to be doing differently. Yeah. And then you can come back to your original genre of choice and maybe you have some new life in you. Yeah. That you can, you know, take things back up. Yeah. I actually have a uh you know, a, a real life example of this of something that I did last year because I was kind of in a, in a similar spot last the beginning of last year, um, like maybe December, February, or not December, uh, January, February, the beginning of this this last year, and you know, a little bit of a creative funk. I was like, I don't really know. I, I need to move forward in my photography, but I'm not sure how. I'm not sure what way to do that, and I don't love where I'm at. But you know, all all the things that come with kind of creative burnout, but. Um, I started, I, I got a, uh, an assignment when I worked at Lifetime Products to create these really highly produced lifestyle images of people in the, uh, the, the factories, you know, at Lifetime, you know, and this, you know, I'm talking like setting up strobes and stuff and like creating these really highly produced photos. And that really like, I don't know, sparked something in me. And I was like, I don't care about landscapes. I just want to make really cool lifestyle images so we would go out and shoots and i would take all these strobes and stuff and i would try to create all these you know really cool lit lifestyle photos and that really like restarted my you know my generator i guess for uh for you know photography in general and then that worked its way into landscape stuff as well so yeah well it's just again it's you're, you're trying to put yourself in a situation where you're just trying to like kickstart your engine again yeah you're yeah. jump starting it yeah. just like your car exactly you know? yeah car stops your battery won't, won't start the car anymore. You know, it's a cold day like today, lots of snow. And suddenly, like, your car won't start. It's like, okay, well, I just need to get a little kickstart. Mm-hmm. So you figure out a way to put some new jumper cables on it. Starts right up. Yep. And then you can come back to what you're doing. But, again, maybe you just have to go try something new. Yeah. You know, get get some, some try some product stuff. That's something a lot of people don't ever do. Yeah. And I'll tell you, too, street stuff's great for that. Oh, Because a lot of people don't try street photography. And it's totally different than doing landscapes or portraits, whatever, mm-hmm. what have you. Um, every time I've been out doing street photography, it's like, I feel good about it sometimes, and other times I don't feel good about it. And yeah. It's like, you're just trying to learn. And the act of trying to learn something new in general is going to 
you know, do something to how you approach everything. Mm-hmm. And it's going to kickstart some some creative juices in you. Yeah. And that's that's what it's all about. Yeah, I agree. It's not trying to shy away from a creative rut. Mm-hmm. You know, almost lean into it a little bit and, and understand it's natural, accept it, and just be like, okay, this is happening. What should I do? Mm-hmm. And there's different courses of action. Some may work for you. Some may not. We just talked about just taking a complete break. You know, maybe you just need to step back, put it aside for a while and not think about it. Yeah. Maybe you need to reflect on what you have done, take some time and take stock where you are, what you've done, where you've come from. I think that's a great exercise, mm-hmm. not only for photography, but for life. Um, and that can be a great method for you too. Or like we talked about, just try something new. Get out of your comfort zone. Get a new lens. Mm-hmm. You know, try new focal length. Have you tried macro photography? Like there's so many ways you can add a new element into your work. Yeah. That can maybe help you get through a little bit of rough period creatively. Yeah. And what's nice about this too is like it's it's cross I don't know, say like cross genre, but I mean it it, it goes to different I don't know, types of art as well. Oh, you know? all different disciplines. Yeah, all different kinds. Um I mean this applies to musicians, it applies to painting, any, you know, anything. Um you know, I, I think especially with photography, um, and this is one thing that I've done as well, is if I ever need a break from photography, I lean into another, dis- you know, I'll lean into mm-hmm. music or something and I'll just kind of forget photography for a bit, lean into something else. And then like, I love, I know that I love photography enough that I'll, I'll come back to it. You know, like I'm not going to like stray away for forever. Just give myself a couple weeks and it will be fine. Absolutely. So, yeah, I like it. Yeah. All right. Beto, do you have any comments? No. Love the, the input. Well said. Yeah. Well, we're going to move into a little game we're going to play again. Again, trying to add a little bit of entertainment value to the show. Mm-hmm. You know, not just serious conversation every day because we like to have fun too. So today we're going to play some Would You Rather. I have some questions for you guys, both of you. I don't know these questions. Yeah, James, these, so. these guys have no idea what I'm bringing up. All yeah. I told them was that I'm going to propose to them two different genres of photography, since we're all photographers here. And they can only choose one to do for the rest of their life. Can't do anything but the one they choose. Hmm. Okay, we got three rounds of this we're going to play. All right. So, you know, for the most part, I would say we are landscape people, outdoorsy people. Yes. And I can assure you, these have nothing to do with outdoorsy and landscapes at all. Hmm. So this would be fun to see what you guys have to say. Again, I thought it tied in really well with the conversation of this episode, just to put you guys in a hypothetical new situation that might challenge you. So I like it. Today, we're going to start with the first Would You Rather. Okay, and again, you have to choose one of these genres of photography to do for the rest of your life. It's the only thing you can do. The first one we have is street photography or real estate photography. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting choice. I thought that was a nice, nice little pairing. That is an interesting pairing. Um, hmm. Partly because I think one can be done for a job, one can't. Can I go? Go if you're ready. Go I'm for ready. it. Okay, I'm gonna actually pick real estate. So I was not anticipating that. Yeah, no, I'm gonna pick real estate. I, I and I can't really explain why. Um, one, it, you can do it for money. Money is a, a good. It's a good reason. Yeah, it's a good reason. Um, but I also just, I, um, I have a an appreciation for really good real estate photos, and I, I actually really like real estate photography just as like a genre of photography. Like I just. I generally just like it, you know. I think it's it's kind of cool, um, and that's a little weird, you know. But like, I I just kind of like it, and um, I don't know, maybe because it's like I understand it. 
I don't know, street photography can be a little bit more abstract maybe. I don't know, but like you're just more basic. Yeah, yeah I'm just a little bit me. Yeah, I'm just a little bit more basic, but yeah, I'm going to pick real estate. So. I was not I was going to guess you'd go street. Yeah. Going to guess Beatles. You got an answer? Yeah, street. Really? I have no <clears throat> I've never like delved into real estate ever. So it doesn't interest me at all. And a couple months ago I went with Chandler to downtown Salt Lake and it was kind of cool. Yeah. I feel like I could still incorporate some landscape aspects to it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I just yeah. Just yeah. don't know enough about real estate to go with that. Yeah, it's really just, you know, set up a camera, point and shoot. I mean it's not yeah. That it's, bad. it's it's I've, I've easy. heard yeah. very long time lapses with a filter. Yeah, like like ten I minutes know that or so. Much. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think I could see that for you, yep. for sure. And I just thought you'd choose that because of the more creative aspect, maybe. You know, I really want, because I love street photography. Yeah. And I I am on, I mean, I'll be honest, I am on the fence about it, but I, I do pick real estate, so. Yeah. I will say, though, some cities may be harder to shoot in than others. Absolutely. Because Salt Lake yeah. oh. has a good backdrop, and I, I feel like I got a pretty good shot of, what was it, the City Hall building yeah, with yeah. the Wasatch. Yeah, I'll give back, you that but. 100%. Now, at the same time, Yep. You go certain because I see like New York, yep. like if you go to New York for street photography, like obviously amazing. Yeah. But at the same time, in places like New York, you're also gonna have nicer houses. Right. Yeah. That you could do even cooler real estate stuff with yeah. potentially. And that's so, the thing is like real estate can kind of flow into street a little bit because that can include like big buildings, you know. Right. Yeah. Real estate properties downtown. Yeah. So. But like, picturing myself taking photos in Modesto, California, where I'm from. It's just Well, you should come to Fort Wayne, yeah. Indiana. Yeah. Whew. I could I could picture it. I've been in Indiana enough where I could I could see where it, Yeah, Frat Frat at. Wayne is popping. Yeah. Um <laughs> now I w- I would probably say street only because I think it's just a little more creative and flexible and mm-hmm. I can do whatever I want. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Plus I can go eat some food in between yep. shooting right on the street. Well, I think Chandler and I walked six miles when we yeah, were going. We did, so you yeah. can get some steps. Yeah, in you time. don't realize yeah. how much you kind of move. Yeah. Yep. You know? Okay. Well, I thought that was a good little exercise. We yeah, move to the one, next yeah. one, which I think is also a good pairing. You guys have to choose. Would you rather only shoot automotive photography or sports photography? Ooh. Ooh. Okay, another good pairing, I thought. I applaud myself for setting this up. <laughs> I'll go first on this one. Okay, let's hear it, B-Dose. Um, I would rather do sports. Cars, just I've never been interested in, really. So, I don't know. I think yeah. sports would be... Yeah, you're a sports guy. I am. Yeah. Football player. Yep. Three-sport athlete, I heard on a podcast today. Yeah. What are the sports did you play? Football, basketball, and golf. Golf. Mm-hmm. Yeah, golf was fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. I figured yeah. you'd probably pick sports. Yep. I pick sports too, by the way. You pick sports? I, yeah. I mean, honestly, for the same reason. I've never been drawn to cars. I yeah. Just, I, I'm, you know, besides my Tacoma. Right. But, um, <laughs> but even that, I, I don't take photos of my own truck. Right. So, like, why would I choose to photograph that forever? Mm-hmm. Like, I've seen Lambos on the freeway. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, it's a car. Like yeah. It has four wheels. Yeah. Yeah. I ended up passing it, and I was like, that's like, cool. I can drive faster than that's a Lamborghini. Right. But. Uh, but yeah, yeah I choose the same reason. Sports. Like sports, I think it'd just be so interesting. You know, yeah. a lot of different sports you could try. 
Um, you know, I get the big, sexy camera and all the features. I will say, though, you will take a lot more sports photos before you get a good one. Oh, 100. To... I've yeah. done a little bit. Like, like when I first started, I was doing a little bit with volleyball. And like, yeah, you just you, you burn a lot of photos. Yep, you mm-hmm. just do. It's the nature of the beast. Yep. Uh, but I, it, it'd just be cool to try. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think again, with our sports background, it's like you just have an appreciation for sports in general and say, like, I'd like to do that. Right. Yeah. It's cool. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, do you get enough time to, to choose? Yeah, I do. Um, I actually, I, I'm actually with you guys. I'm not a big like sports person, but I, I have a little bit of a background in sports photography already. And so, you know, working at Lifetime, we would shoot basketball games. And, you know, whether that was like actual ones or like ones that we would stage and stuff, and it was always, those are always so much fun. So, well, I don't, I, I like I said, I'm not a big like sit down and watch sports kind of guy. I love photographing sports, so... Yeah. I pick sports. Yeah, I think there's just a lot of unique stuff you can get with sports. And, yeah, absolutely. You know, I think there's obviously, and I think the thing is like, you know, obviously composition matters, but mm-hmm. it's almost like it doesn't matter as much yeah. in a way because it's just a fast moving game. Yeah. And if you can capture, you capture. Yeah. Now, if you can get great compositions too, even better. Yeah, exactly. So it's just a cool way to, again, try some new things. Yeah. Here's the question Does sports photography, are we, does that, reach into say like mountain biking and stuff i mean I, i'd say it's a sport, I, I would say yeah, right? it's, yeah a sport, it's a sport so, yeah i thought you were gonna maybe say like racing well that that's that like automotive and yeah. i was like yeah i know there's a little overlap there yeah. but i mean i was gonna ask that next but to me automotive not quite like that stuff automotive's yeah. like set up a car somewhere you know? yeah you're you're more talking like commercial automotive sure yeah shooting yeah. for a yeah dealership or something yeah something yeah. like that yeah but, okay i like that one i like yeah. it i have one more would you rather question for you guys and that is would you rather only shoot macro photography or product photography for the rest of your life? That was another good pairing. If I don't say so myself, I I did a great job this episode. You did. Just you did. You did a really good. You did a really good job. Yeah. Yeah. You usually do. Thank you. Yeah. Well, I know what I'm going to pick. Okay, go ahead. So I'm going to pick product photography. I thought so, you'd say that. Yeah. I just, you, I like product you, photography. Yeah, you got a background so, in. You've yeah. done it. I would also pick product. I think it's just more flexible. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. And I think I'll just differ here because I'm the only guy with a macro lens and I'll just choose macro. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to take photos. People have no idea what it's up. I I do love me some good macro photography. I mean, I'll be honest, like, you know, I don't really have an interest in shooting products. don't really care enough, but, Mm -hmm. um, I've always thought it would be cool to get like those awesome macro shots of like insects, yeah, and stuff. Yeah, I never had the patience. Yeah, I've never had like the patience to try and sit there and like actually do Mm -hmm. it. But how cool that'd be to just have an awesome photo of like a spider, yeah, Yeah. or like a bee. That'd be cool. Yeah, Yeah, be sick. You know, again, not many people get to do that. It's just the whole point of this. Would you rather exercise? Just to get you thinking about you know how how you might approach a genre of photography that. You don't always do. Yeah. Get the creative juices flowing. Exactly. So again, if you're at home listening to this and you feel like you're in a creative funk or if you know someone who's in creative funk, send them this video. Hopefully they get some ideas. Go shoot some real estate. Yeah. Yeah. Get a macro lens. Go shoot some bees. Just (laughs) let yourself into somebody's house and just take pictures. Uh, Yeah. Don't ask. Just go in. Yeah. Just go in. Don't do that. Great idea. Bad idea. Don't do that. Yeah. I think for legal purposes, we have to say don't do that. Don't do that. Don't listen to us. No. Nope. Don't listen to us on that kind of advice, but listen to us on all the other advice. Yeah. 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 We're good at that. Yeah. Generally, but, uh, for the most part. Yeah. A little would you rather there. I think it's good. Yeah. I like it. 
Yeah, I like game. that game. Yeah. Do you like that game? Yeah, I think it was a, a little easier than our previous one about backpacking, yeah. car camping, and That's hiking. That's true. Or yeah. whatever, day hiking. Yeah. yeah, a little easier maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not as serious, whatever, yeah. you know. It's just for fun. Yeah. Hypotheticals. Yeah. Yep. So, good exercise. Okay, we're going to move into the last part of every episode now. We're going to add an item to the back of our table here. It's become a tradition, you know, ever since, ever since we moved into Studio B here. We add a new little trinket to the back of the table every episode. If you're listening at home and you want to send us something, we'd be happy to add something to the back of the table and give you a little shout-out on the show. I think we have one lined up. We do have one lined up. We yep. just got to get it. Yep. from him and again when that happens we will do that we have had courtney give us our little llama friend here so it's happened before you know so again if you're listening want to send us something please do we'd be happy to put it on here yeah chandler what do you got for us today okay so mine has probably nothing to do with the episode typically some of our things kind of theme well with you know what we're talking about but i i have something i can twist in but go ahead share it with us do you, do you know what i'm sharing no but oh. i'm saying i can you based on what you just said i can i can fit it in all right all right so this requires a quick moment of assembly. Oh. We have—I don't actually remember what these are. These are called, but it's a little, it's a little physics toy. Do you know oh, what these are called? Oh, um, shoot! I do know what these are. What is it called? Aren't oh, those are the little. Uh, it's, the, it's like a, it a, a little, pendulum. Is it Archimedes? Uh, uh, no? Something like that. Sorry, they're a little tangled up, but it's the little ball things that like ding, 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 ding. Yeah. 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 Thanks for the display. That's awesome. Thank you. I wish uh, it was working. I know. It's a little tangled. We'll get it untangled shortly, but... Yeah. No, it's a great little piece, though. Yeah. Uh, So I'll tell you right now how I could tie it into the episode. Let's hear it. So this whole episode, we're talking about how to get out of creative funk. You just got to try something new. Get out of your comfort zone. Something that may not apply to what you normally do, may not have any connection to what you're used to. That's exactly what this is. It has no connection to the episode itself, but it's something different for us. Ah. You know, it makes us think about what we could be adding to the table. New items. You know? Makes us think about how we could incorporate it into the chat. Exactly. 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 You know? Gets our creative juices flowing. It does. You know, I wouldn't have had the creativity to think about that explanation had this not come up. You know, you could think of one end as being macro photography, the other being product, and how they just bounce back and forth. And you're in the middle just... Trying to pick. Trying to figure it out. Yep. Yep. Are you done yet? No, it's a little, it's a little yeah, too Chandler's tangled. struggling. So I while he's struggling. struggling here, if we just take maybe us out. get uh, a display of how this actually works? I, well, I probably not. Yeah, probably not. I'll take us out, but we appreciate you listening at home. Again, if you have anything you'd like to comment, if you have some more tips on how to get out of a creative funk, we'd love to hear it. If you also have an opinion on any of our Would You Rather questions, please leave those because we want to engage with you guys and see what you guys have to say. But uh, that's all we got for today. Again, please go follow us on all social media, YouTube, all that stuff. We'd love to engage and connect with you guys at home. Absolutely. Yep, and channel still doesn't have still don't have it. That done. So we're not even going to bother with that today. Maybe at some point you'll get to see it. Maybe the next episode. Maybe. Yeah. So we'll with that, a, I put think a little we'll SpongeBob. Twenty hours 20 later. Twenty hours later. We could do that. Yeah. The lights are just dark. And yeah. Everybody's asleep, and I'm just. Yeah, that looks like a hopeless case right there. Yeah, I think you just made yeah. it worse. Oh, no, it'll, it'll go. I just. It'll go, just like this episode. Yep. Okay, that's it for today, guys. Yep. Thank you for listening, watching, whatever you're doing at home. Yep. Appreciate you guys. Later. See ya.